0: Hey
1: guys, welcome to Twelve Questions. Yay! we're here we're killing it we're doing it i'm here with my co-host mr dave yates
2: hey everybody dave yates Ah! the place to be
1: i love it i love it and dave uh can you read that beautiful uh clarity statement for the top of the pod
2: i had a funny feeling you would ask me to do that i always do (laughs) welcome to 12 questions podcast Uh, we're a podcast where we believe that growth and recovery isn't just for clean and sober people Our mission is to share our experiences and growth by also interviewing guests who do the same. We're not affiliated with AA, NA, or any other 12-step organization. 12 Questions Pod has absolutely no opinion on the use of drugs or alcohol by anyone. We are simply two people that happen to be in recovery that want to interview people about their own life experiences. Although some of our guests may be clean and sober, some of them are not or choose not to divulge. The purpose of the podcast is to learn more about ourselves. We only hope that you can learn something about yourselves and each other by listening.
1: Yay! Whew. Yeah, right. And I'm very excited uh, for today's guest. And we always have our guests introduce themselves, just in case they want to come on as an alias and tell all their secrets. Um, <laughs> who are we speaking with today?
3: I, this is, you know, it's. I, I'm going. I'm going to raw dog it. It's Zach Noe Towers. Well, I Com- love that you Coming guys in raw do, do, Coming in raw Coming in hot and raw um, Ooh, comedy album Hot yes. and raw um, There we go <laughs> No, um, I'm so excited that you guys do this podcast Because it's I, I, I admittedly don't listen to any podcasts really But like if I were to listen to one This would be the one to listen to Oh, thank you very much that warms my
1: heart yeah and and i love
3: that mission statement you guys is that like you guys wrote that mission statement for the pod yeah
2: yeah just because it's just like um because we talk about recovery stuff we want to make it clear that you know like this is it's kind of like uh when you watch a show like the views expressed on this show or not the opinions of the network to save people's asses but it's also like a recovery traditions thing you know
3: absolutely i love it i love it i love it i love the whole i love all of it oh this is so
1: exciting how is your covid treating you how is not your covid but you know your quarantine <laughs> that's very bold It'd be like
3: hey hey you sick bastard how you feeling? <laughs> no it's mine it's mine i have full custody of covid at this point um no i um i'm i'm truly numb at this point like i don't know how i'm supposed to feel anymore it feels mm-hmm. like some people's lives are moving forward uh, uh, like our line of work doesn't seem to be coming back like it's just mm. like I don't know what to like think like I don't know how scared I'm supposed to be at Target I don't know how often I'm supposed to bathe in Purell anymore like you know I'm just like I don't know like I'm just kind of like taking it literally like minute by minute and like but I'm fine like I'm fine that's the at the end of the day yeah like, everything's fine like for me at least like Everything's fine. My bills are paid for this month. You know, like, I'm, I'm healthy feeling. Um, like, my friends are all healthy. My family's healthy. Like, so everything's okay. Everything's okay. Aww. I do think he, it's he funny. <laughs> I, I,
2: I do think it's funny where, like, people feel bad about being grateful right now. Like, mm. if things are good. Like, it's a very weird thing because there's so much turmoil happening that, like, sometimes I have to remind myself, like, it's still okay to feel good. It's Absolutely. still okay to feel good right now.
1: Yeah, I really needed to slow down when this all started. And I actually, it gave me the opportunity to slow down. But now I'm in this part where um, my sponsor, she she pointed out to me, she goes, I think everybody deals with their trauma differently around this. And it seems like you're kind of in this only child uh, abuse neglect state where you're just like I'll be fine by myself and detaching more (laughs) rather than becoming needy with the people around me which I think a lot of people are they go in the other direction so I'm just doing this weird like I'll be fine just come and see me in my hole You
3: know, isolation vibes supreme isolation vibes
1: yes yes yes
3: yeah I found is like it's it's so funny too because when I find myself I'm an isolator too and like it's, I, I at least know now that it's never part of the solution. Like pulling away is never part of it. It just never, even if it feels like the right thing to do at the time, it usually isn't, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You're just saying exactly what I needed to hear today. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh so excited. God, yeah. We are. I, I I can't speak for Dave, but I'm a huge fan of yours. Uh, you're oh. so funny. You're such oh. a good comedian. And on top of that, like, ladies and gentlemen, if you're passing the time just scrolling on Twitter, give Zach a follow because he oh. is. You are so funny and just really living, and I—you bring a lot of joy to my life. So I'm really oh, happy to have good. you here today. Thanks.
2: Back at both
3: of you. I I well, like I, I, I think he's just all right. I think <laughs> he's just all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't care what a straight white guy has to say. Cancel. Call Twitter. Cancel. He's homophobic. You heard it here. First. He
1: People. <laughs> oh my god well let's get into these questions yeah let's um, do it how you we kind of talked about it up top with like how we're experiencing things right now like how do you experience surrender in your life
3: um it's it's all these questions I like reviewed the questions they're also like we could talk about an hour probably yeah. on each of them yeah um <laughs> surrender is so crazy I guess that implies to me believing in a higher power and kind of giving my will over is that Mm. what you mean by surrendering sort of
1: whatever it means (laughs) to you oh it's open for interpretation interpretation. um
3: yeah okay so for me surrender is giving my will over to my higher power and it's it sound it still sounds so funny even coming out of my mouth because before I got sober and found the program and stuff I had no form of that like I had Mm. no higher power. I had nothing to give my fear over to. I had nothing to trust in. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's like, um, it's still like a tug of war a little bit. Um, but I give it over faster these days. Like it used to be like, I I, I lived, there's this thing I heard like, um, uh, your level of fear and anxiety is your distance from your higher power. <gasps> so, like the the higher it is, the further away you yeah. are from your higher power. And so it's like, I used to live like this much in fear and anxiety and this much in faith and mm-hmm. will and that are not will faith and surrender. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I live this much in um, I'm doing my oh, my God, I forgot we're on a podcast. I'm opening my hands for a so large amount.
1: Ladies and it's gentlemen, flip-flopped. it's flip flop. <laughs> he was going about he was going about 12 inches and then he made it to six inches. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes exactly and now i'm living in that i'm living in a big 12 incher of 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 <laughs> surrender like i just like i know now that like the second i do give it over and the mm. second i i say my higher power is everything my higher power has my back my higher power will take care of me the second i do that my fear and anxiety disappears yeah and so like right now I'm i'm seeing it as like okay like none of us can read the future. We, none of us can, can see the future. Why am I painting this horrible version of it? You know, why right. am I deciding that it's all going to crumble tomorrow? Like, why can't it go the other way? Like, why can't things turn around tomorrow? So like, well, there's in, just as much chances it going well as it going shit. Like, yeah, it's a exactly. 50, 50 shot. <laughs> exactly. But you haven't you even talked to those people who are like, Trump's going to win again. Trump's going to win. And it's like, who, but like, where are you getting this from? And like, and like, if even if it's true, why are you saying it? Like, stop! <laughs> shut up! Like, don't put it into the world. <laughs> yeah, it's like because I even think about like like okay, we're like probably like um more like we're like uh, we have faith. I assume. Yeah. So it's like, and we have faith in like good things happening. So even if you thought something bad was going to happen, why would you say it to a group of people? Like, why would you introduce? fear and negativity into other mm. people's lives. Yeah. So I'm just like, even if it is true, shut your fucking fat mouth. You, <laughs> I got so mad for a second. Um, but
2: you know, I, I just like, well, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's a lot. I think it's a lot. It, misery loves company. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like, I mean, when, before I got sober, uh, I would love to, to just let everybody know that. I don't know if you know this, but the world shits on me and me alone. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and if you feel the same way, we can drink together.
3: You know? Yeah. But then you like try to out misery each other and it's like, Uh. what are we doing? You know, or like they're not even listening to your misery. They're just waiting to talk about how they have it worse. Mm. I mean, those people now, like you come across them and it's like, my heart goes out to them, but like, uh, it's hard for me to not live in the solution to hear people talk. who are not in a solution.
1: Yeah. It's a real energy vampire situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've watched uh, what we do in the shadows, on no, Hulu. but I've heard nothing but
3: great things.
1: There is there's uh, an energy vampire, and then there's <laughs> at one point an emotional vampire, and that's very much what she does. And I'm so, assuming
3: they're
2: literal they're literal vampires, right? Right. Y- right. Yes, right. they're okay. they're that's-
1: daywalker vampires <laughs> that have the ability, and and there's and he's they're the main character who's the vampire he's um he's very um bland. His name is Colin Robinson, and when he <laughs> is boring people to death or making people super upset set by like sucking up their energy you'll look you'll look at the camera and he'll go <laughs> and that's how you can tell and so it's become this shorthand where I'll, I'll tell a friend I'll be like you're being a real Colin Robinson right now or I'll go oh, that's. Ah. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> just like he is. this i know we're also see i did the thing i've been doing this podcast for like four years and i still yeah. just did a visual joke a my visual eyes bit, yeah yeah my eyes got big and i got really excited. and she struck
3: a pose she and struck, i struck yeah. a pose.
1: Uh, pose okay she um, broke the fourth
3: wall it was great she looked yes. at the audience yes yeah
1: yes so it's um it's a it's a real that's kind of how i keep myself from getting so mad at those people is i envision colin robinson in my head (laughs) and i just think of how much fun that character is for me and i go oh you're being a real colin robinson right now
3: <laughs> well, and even those times, like I take it as a to as an opportunity to be like, thank God I'm not this person. Like, yeah. thank God I'm not this person, and like I have the awareness to not be this person. <laughs> And yeah.
1: we have our moments. Like there was a moment sure. kind of at the beginning of this thing where um well at least as the election started to approach, I was my roommate is uh Brandy Posey and uh Oh and fun. I know. Lie. We're a very fun house. And so oh. I I said to her, I said, listen, I, I don't mean to like speak truth into the world here, but like maybe let's have some A contingency plan for if he does win If we need to get out of the city If we need to where we would go There's there is a doomsday Prepper in my brain but I just Try to keep her productive Like (laughs) like have (laughs) Have a thing for her to do Like okay so we'll go up the central Coast where your family is and we'll Go up to the Mesa it's the (laughs) high ground Girl you know how to shoot a gun maybe Get a license like
3: (laughs) I was like, going to say, your, yeah, your doomsday prepper needs to, like, open an Etsy. Yes. Um, and just, like, keep her real, real fucking busy.
1: <laughs> right now, she's uh, she's opening a um, a OnlyFans for her feet. So oh, that I is... I <laughs> love it.
3: I want, I want to sell my feet pictures so bad, I can't just even do tell it. you. Uh, I know, I, mean, I just do Are don't you on WikiFeet? Zach. Because there's... There, <laughs> there's an actual
2: thing called Wikifeet evidence. evidently. Oh, I know. Well, and, and they, like rate people's feet.
1: Every of, female or? comic in LA is, um, considered a celebrity on WikiFeet And <gasps> we all have looked and we've all seen that there is like, for example, I take a little umbrage with my rating, excuse me, 3.5. Hello. Out These, of what? Out, out of five. five. Okay. 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 <laughs> if it was out of
3: 10. I'd be like, girl, you have hooves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, I tried to, I did karate for, I still do karate, I've been doing karate since I was 20. And so I, I, am it's, anyway, I could talk about, we could talk about off pod okay, about sure, sure, sure. the steps i'm taking in the OnlyFans world <laughs> for my feet and, and and my friend who's helping me is no joke like an accountant for like extremely rich and famous people and he's like girl i got a plan here's what we're gonna do once you're at five to ten k followers you're gonna do this this and this <laughs> like he's got I a whole plan it.
3: i love it yeah teach me teach me teach me yes after we'll, we're done talking about we'll do it this. because
1: it's definitely we are our markets aren't gonna overlap it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm just Wait, saying dave
3: dave what is your OnlyFans gonna be
1: yeah what's it gonna be
2: beards like oh yeah i'm just gonna put different different substances in my beard yeah exactly work yeah
3: dave that's someone out there
2: lotion beard uh, hand sanitizer beard just be putting different things in my beard it's kind of like if you if you can make money sitting on a cake i can make money putting stuff in my beard (laughs) (laughs)
1: sitting on a cake i never thought of that
2: Cake farts, baby. Yeah.
1: Oh my yeah. god. Um. So yeah.
2: So speaking of cake farts,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: what is what is like what is I, I'm the Segway king. Uh, what is the most <laughs> insane moment you've ever had, Zach? Either before recovery or post recovery,
3: in recovery, out of recovery. What's the most insane moment you've ever had? Okay, so this is a moment that I actually is part of my share when I'm talking about my using days, and it, just a disclaimer, it is. It is the most white privileged story you will ever hear, um but it was crazy at the time in my college town um there was one gay bar and it was open till four a m and at like which town uh, bloomington indiana I went to i u indiana university oh, yes yeah. nice. <laughs> brag <laughs> no um, <laughs> but, um, uh we at like three forty two we were like let's go to the gay bar so we hop into my friend's car he speeds across, gets pulled over he's failing all of the drunk tests he's getting handcuffed and the cop like shines his light into the car and he's like can any of you drive and I was in the back seat and I said something shitty like uh no we're all wasted and the cop goes Zach and it was a cop I had had sex with six months prior so my friend was uncuffed and he escorted us to the gay bar. Like he he made sure we got there safely.
1: You are like, that good. You are $10,000 $10, plus legal fees. Good baby. That is, <laughs> that's a brag.
3: That's some, that's some whap, yeah. Um, I, I think we need you in the streets right now. Uh, <laughs> Well, I don't want to say how long ago college was for me, but, um, That's yeah, okay. it was, it was like twink Zack at his most powerful, I guess. But <laughs> it was definitely in my, in my stories are really like, Oh, like the rules do not apply to me. Like mm. drugs and alcohol are right. awesome. Like yep. I'm, I've got to get out of jail. I get out of jail free card. Um, and then I don't know, like as far as like insane moment now, it's just, I think like when I take these moments to like, they happen in waves, but it's like When I think about the fact that I have sponsees, like yeah, that's insane for who I was. Like the fact that my dreams are coming true and that I have people that I'm like guiding the way I was guided, it's just like it sounds so lame, but it's like it's insane. It's just like it's a different life. Like my sobriety I call it my birthday, my sobriety birthday, Mm -hmm. not anniversary, because i feel like i was reborn when i chose to get sober so and it was i was a toddler i was a baby i was a toddler i was fumbling and i'm still fumbling i'm only i'm approaching five years sober and it's just like yeah it's just but i still feel like i'm scratching the surface and so like you are baby i I can't like how much time do you guys have do you have a lot Uh, I'll let Anna speak first. She loves this.
1: Shut up. Shut up. 17 years. Yeah. Oh, my God.
3: Wow. I
2: I have eight and a half compared to Grande Mama sobriety over here.
3: I was Mama got sober at five years old. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm
3: sorry. I'm sorry. Who knew I could could guess too low with five?
1: No. that's so funny. No, I got, I, uh, I was 20, I was 20. Um, yeah. but I, you know, I came from a, an addict alcoholic family and so, sure. and I grew up in the rooms. So, um, wow. you want to really ruin a teenager's high, uh, take them to meetings from the yeah. time they're a child.
3: <laughs> oh, I, they say this too, like drug uh, uh, AA, like it. it, it even if I drank and used again, it's ruined it for me. Yeah. Knowing all I know, hearing all the stories I've heard, seeing things as they develop, like it's, it it, it will have ruined it for me. So I have no interest, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really it. But I mean, you're in such a beautiful time where you're at right now. Cause you know, not for nothing, almost five years is a lot of time. That is a lot of time. We, I mean, programs have, ten uh, percent success rate and that's the best wow. game in town. You know, they always wow. used to back in the day they used to be really cryptic and they would say, look to your right and look to your look left. In a year from now none of those people will be here. Ew, ew. Yes, ew, uh... yes. Yeah, so it's really um it's 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 a big deal and it's amazing and the fact that you're just like in it and you're helping others that's fucking
3: beautiful you know and yeah i love it
1: yeah the more time you get just just the more you realize you don't know anything
3: honestly oh for that's how i feel on my spiritual journey i'm like oh here's yeah. i was screaming in my car at nine thirty at night in another car and it's like okay like <sighs> i've got some work to do <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: that's my that's my place where i allow myself because i don't ever get out of the car or follow anybody but in my cars (laughs) where i allow myself to be like this cunt he's like
1: a phone conversation with dave in the car is beautiful chef's kiss you know just real crazy (laughs) And,
2: and i'm gonna slip this in and i don't know if you've noticed this but uh the worst drivers are anybody with a nicer car than you I don't oh. know if, you've got, if you felt that, but it's you that, those are son the worst of a bitch, drivers.
3: Mercedes, bitch! Yeah, the things the things I've said in my car would get me canceled in a second. I go for the jugular, yep. but it's also crazy to me. It's like it, what blows my mind is that like living in LA for however many years, how do I not know that driving is going to be? Bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, every right. time it feels like I'm shocked. Like, every time it feels like I need answers. And it's like, <laughs> what is that? Or it's all fresh. About? Like, it's fresh yeah.
2: knowledge. Like, yes. it's like, Why is the one oh one the worst highway? Oh, because it's always the worst.
3: Since it was born in eighteen (laughs) forty two, the horses and buggies were like jam packed you know, I don't know. People were
1: giving old timey like old timey -timey, yes.
2: They were they were biting their thumb at people. That old Shakespearean were biting their thumbs. Flipping
1: their hats. (laughs) (laughs) Well my I my thing about road rage is I'm I've never been the best driver. And in okay. my little side hustle day job, sometimes I do. I um, I'm a tour guide, so oh, cool. I get um, I get all the honks, all the beeps, all the middle fingers, sure. and while we'll have these really nice, cute little midwestern families, and they're like, oh, people here are so. They're just so aggressive. And I go, I go, I'm sorry. Just folks here really need a hug. That's what they They need. They need a hug. I'll just baby talk them. If I get really (laughs) mad, I'll be like, I'm sorry. Do you need a hug today, sir?
3: Like (laughs) that person just had the worst callback of their life. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Right, right. Maybe they're down to their last like $7 and hello, Jackson, stop. Um, I
3: also have to I have to pretend like that there's a woman about to give birth in the car. I'm like, that's <laughs> why they're being crazy. Godspeed. I hope you get to the hospital on time.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. Maybe they needed to pull over. Like I was um, I did a little like customer service uh, gig for a second. And um I was helping people with like a rideshare service in Colorado and there was a school shooting and the woman called me and she said her child was in that school. Um. And I said to her, I said, ma'am, pull over your car. And she goes, well, no, I have another kid I have to pick up. And I said, ma'am, I'm going to reassign your ride. Pull over that car You're not safe to yourself Or your client right now oh. And she was just like oh god thank you I was like I was like I get where you're at right now I just need oh. you to slow down So again You never know Who's in that yeah, car You never know, you never never know What on. they just found I out know. Yeah oh. Sorry not to be <laughs> I made it real sad no. All of yeah, a sudden There's a
2: <laughs> There's a I don't know if you're familiar With David Foster Wallace uh, But there is a uh, On YouTube uh, He gave a Jackson. commencement speech Called This is Water Mm-hmm. and it, it's basically about training your brain to consider the possibility of an outcome that won't make you upset. Like, oh. you know, the person that cut you off on the highway, now, they could just be a bad driver, or they could have someone in the car and they need to get them to the hospital. Hospital, yeah. Now, yeah. it's not it's not likely, but there is that possibility. So, like, training my brain to uh, go towards the... The good possibility the one that doesn't make me shake a fist right out the window it, it but it's 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 an exercise it's almost yeah. like a like a like a an, a, a, ma- a mindfulness but in in your active moments.
3: well it's also like that whole um drinking poison and expecting your enemy to die me getting yeah. upset and screaming in my car. that person has no idea that's going on you know i'm the one suffering i'm the one aging myself you know because i'm so upset at a toyota corolla that's
1: what i always tell people i'm like stay clean and sober young because you get to stay you you look your skin will look great forever that's what i always say if you wear sunscreen drink a lot of water and try not to yell too much you You're won't fine. look good
0: yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. yeah truly no, i'm leaning into being a silver fox in the next six months so Ooh, you go. with
3: the, you with a, a silver beard it's it's already it's it's already approaching i love it yeah mm -hmm. i was coming in
1: i was on a zoom call the other day like doing a script read and um the girl leading the script read goes anna are you letting your hair go gray and i was like yes (laughs) and she just was like i was she was like oh how brave i'm like ah (laughs) 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 but You know, with all these things, like all these pressures, all this stuff going on, where you're at in your recovery right now, which is, again, it's such a beautiful place. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. How do you make decisions in your life?
3: That's interesting, too, because I obviously didn't used to be good at making decisions. And then I had a sponsor who I ran everything by. And I'll never forget, I think around year three, I was like asking him something. And he's like, you know, you can trust yourself now hmm. like you can you can you can trust yourself mm-hmm. and um so now with making decisions like I really do for the most part really trust myself like mm. I being sober and working the program ha- I've always thought about it as like recalibrating my brain and I I, I trust I think where it's at for the most part I, that being said like I'll take forever to make a decision I had to order an AC window unit for my apartment it took me 17 days because I kept reading reviews you know looking at di- Home Depot Walmart blah blah and I was like make the right decision because now I'm obsessed with what I can control and I'm like, well, what I can control is doing all the research in this field before I settle on something. Sure. And so like I can drive myself crazy, but I also have to remember like my higher power is there. Like, so if I don't pick the right air conditioner, I'll end up eventually with the right air conditioner. And then I have to say, it's an air conditioner like I am such a brat to take this long and to be so grumpy about making this decision. Like there are people dying on the streets of Los Angeles, California, and I'm like, uh, but my air conditioner, you know what I mean? It's like I do. I have to I really, really factor do. in a lot. Of we, stuff. we would call
2: those Cadillac
3: problem back in Illinois. Cad- oh, the Cadillac I- problems. I, is, like, Cadillac margarita, like, top shelf?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's... Yeah, exactly. It's it's a... That's a real old-timer phrase. That's, like, some 1980s shit, and I love it.
3: Um, that's oh, it was me, going AA's? gray, being it's, a 1960s old-timer. Yeah. Old timer. yeah that's, that's so funny.
1: There's... Um, I relate to that so much, and you really... I think you might be the first guest who's ever answered that question in the spirit in which I wrote it. Because oh. I... I had what I called for years last meal ever syndrome. I couldn't order in a restaurant. That's how crippled by a lack of faith and a lack of decision to turn it over to my higher power that I any decision felt like a mistake waiting to happen. And what I realized over time is that mistakes do happen. And in
3: fact, there are, but at the same time, there's no such thing as mistakes. As a mistake, I know, because you learn something. It's even when you're dating the wrong person and you're making all these mistakes, you're learning. Yeah. You know?
1: Mm Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I completely, I completely feel where you're at. I totally know. And I know it passes, too. I know 1,000% you'll get to a point where you, like you can only you'll read just a couple of reviews you'll know what you want maybe you'll sleep on it for a couple days i still do that with expensive stuff i'm like literally hemming and hawing over a refurbed apple watch right now because i killed my fitbit
3: But but and it is that thing. It's like oh, nine hundred dollars, and you're because then if financial anxiety uh, mm-hmm. or uh, financial insecurity wanders into the chat, yeah. and you're like, wait, 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 this is about picking the right air conditioner, not about me not being able to afford rent next month. And it's like both of those things aren't true. You know, yes. my mind likes to say if you buy the wrong AC, you're going to end up homeless. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes, yes, yes. And it's really, it's, I I had a partner a few years ago. He always used to say, cry once when you buy it, not twice when it breaks. Don't live in the financial fear. You'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: See, I've been struggling because I can't go dumpster diving right now during the quarantine. (laughs) And I like finding a lot of my shit and fixing it. Uh, But even I am practicing risk reduction. By not picking up shit off the side of the road, it it kills me because everybody's getting moved the fuck out of LA right now. Yeah, and
3: Mm -hmm. there's some
2: good there's some good stuff just lying around. Wait, I feel like like you can
3: you can disinfect something like have your can of disinfectant and just spray it down. Yeah can, can that's I that's how Brandy yes.
1: and I got lawn furniture <laughs>
3: so Dude, we,
1: we saw I'm some lawn furniture and cleaned it up and then spray I've painted been, it
3: <laughs> I, yeah I have a piece of art in, that I've had for five years found it on the side of the road in Silver Lake yeah. and I'm like but that was I five years it. ago before Rona that's pre-Rona that's yeah, in the again, before times yeah well don't, so if don't lick it nice, just yeah exactly don't I lick everything <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, that's my
2: second page of my OnlyFans is me and my beard licking, licking things that aren't supposed to be licked yeah
1: yeah I can't wait until after coronavirus and everybody has, like, really crazy, like, porn starts to express its trauma, because it's such a, like, baseline for trauma, right? So, like... Oh, it's just a bunch of scenes where people are just spitting at each other?
3: Truly. I was gonna say spitting into people's mouths or yeah. something. I mean that already wow, exists. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be that's what it's all gonna be though. You know what and I mean? And we'll it's,
3: be we'll be ready.
1: We'll be ready for it. We'll be ready to joke about it and have a good time. <laughs> but <laughs> how what's the most surprising thing that you've learned about yourself in your
3: recovery? <sighs> that's crazy too, because like Okay, this is the dumbest thing ever, but it is astounding to me. I thought I hated cats when I was drinking and using. I told people I hated cats. I It was part of my personality. Yes. If I was over at a friend's house and It's a some contrarian-ass
1: like, shit. Yes. yes. And like
3: <laughs> And like, that's the one that sticks out. I'm sure there's a million of them, but I'm a cat person. I'm actually a cat person I prefer them to dogs for various reasons. Yes. And, but so much of my life was like picking things to represent me and like not really asking a deeper question about any of it. And just like, I don't know, like arbitrary facts and traits. And like, but the cat one really sticks out in my head because I love cats so much that the fact that I used to think I hated them actually. Freaks me out. Do you know what I mean? I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was not living an honest life, mm-hmm. in any in any way, in the most inconsequential way by saying I hated cat. I hated cats. Like, what was I talking about? Like, what was I talking about? You know?
0: Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, all
2: ca- all cats aside, it's a it's a case <laughs> of contempt before investigation.
3: I guess, but like, also like, I knew plenty about cats. I was just like, deciding to say I don't like them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I I hear that because I'm also like I'm not a very I'm
2: not a cat person, but I'm warming up to cats. Sure. Because I and and the root cause is I had the best cat. His name was Carl, and he's oh. no longer with us. That's a good cat, <laughs> cat so name. No no cat is has been Carl, so it's sure. been hard for me to accept new kittens.
3: Yep. Mm, that's, but I yeah. saw a cat
2: that someone had in one of those cat. Uh, uh, space backpacks. Have you ever seen those backpacks that are like clear bubbles? Little, it has the
3: bubble and it just like mm-hmm. sits looking yep. out being yep. adorable. Well,
2: this, this bub was not happy. He, uh, it, this dude was on like one of those Lyft uh, bird scooters riding <laughs> uh-huh. through Culver City in the hot sun and that cat oh, looked no. like it was fucking <laughs> melting.
0: It was out. just like, ah! Yeah.
3: ah! <laughs> like little bloody <laughs> kitty paws just dragging on the glass. <laughs> um, that's how I was with dogs. I had my first dog from two to 18 and he we found him on the street and he slept at the foot of my bed from when i was two years old to when i was 18 years old i know and when we put him down i like never recovered i like can't i don't find myself getting close to dog like i mean the guy i'm seeing as a dog and i love it and it's a puppy thank god but like oh my god you know Mm -hmm. i just like the fact that animals die before us usually is like what uh and i know that's me future tripping in a weird way but like getting an animal scares me because of the 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 loss I will eventually feel which is so dumb but like
1: yeah I my Carlin had a joke about it in his like later years about how getting a pet is just signing up for a future tragedy oh and
0: yeah when
1: I I got my cat six months before I got clean and she was my cornerstone and Fuck. I lost her a couple years ago. Like three years <laughs> ago. And I, I was like, like, I was totaled. I was yeah. it something in my program broke apart that she was kind of the band-aid for. Sure, and I had sure. to start like reworking my steps and, like doing a bunch of stuff. And then eventually another my my, um, my my friend who I call and I know that this is not woke but I call my gay husband he's the only man who's ever appa- who's ever proposed to me for insurance purposes but it counts and I love it. um he he got two cats cuz his therapist told him to get two cats Oh my god.
3: <laughs> she was what like you therapist. Need- <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: She was like, it was you a Therapist need to- that
2: also owned a pet store. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, she she told it was interesting because she it's about attachment, right? And it's about learning to love unconditionally and to receive love unconditionally, and pets are really good at that. Sure. And so I ended up going with him and I ended up with the sibling to his two cats <gasps> from the rescue. Oh. And sometimes I have to look at him and say Oscar I love you and I know You're not Sheba and you're perfect The way you are you're also a space alien He's like the weirdest He's he, weird he fully pissed on Me one day he got mad at me Walked up to me and Six feet around and shot P.A.B. I was like this has never Happened <laughs> I freaked out I was like What the fuck is wrong with you You lunatic <laughs>
3: But also a new OnlyFans Pretty much, Cat, pretty cats being on hot girls.
1: Ex- thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was traumatic. Uh, I definitely contacted my friend right away, and he said, "What does it feel like to be a beta cuck?" And then we <gasps> oh, laughed.
3: Oh, that's too funny.
1: Yeah, so um, we we have a good time here. But I say all that to say, yeah, it is. It's but that's part of connection. Connection. The risk we take with connection is grief. Yeah. And it is inevitable, it, even if you're, even if you're with somebody for the end of time, it's still the, it, there's still those grief moments in the relationship, there's still separation periods, one of your motherfuckers is gonna go, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's like, it's, there's no guarantees in connection sure. and, and, and there will always risk. be grief. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and, actually
3: not a risk. It's like, it's inevitable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, but the gift is the connection. The gift is the connection. The gift is good moments. Yes. Yeah. It's better than just living in your isolation hole by yourself. Yeah. You know, so Ooh,
3: that hits me hard. I'm I'm like literally approaching having my first boyfriend and I've, I've been a lone wolf. I've never felt lonely. I've never felt like I needed anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I still feel Been those. taking vibes. care of the police department. Taking care I am <laughs> 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 of service. No, I'm not going to go on record of saying that. Um, but yeah, now Zach I'm Zach like, oh. single
1: handedly ends police violence one, one down low. One cop at a time. <laughs> yes, one um, down low cop at a time. I love it.
3: Um, but. No, it's like, but I'm, I'm experiencing these, these moments of intimacy and like being there for this guy and yeah. like listening to, I mean, like it's not all sexy and it's not all fun. It's like, but it's nice. Like when it's nice, it's like, oh, like this is what people are talking about. Yeah. I don't feel like such a robot anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: Good for you. That's brave.
2: So it sounds pretty honest. How honest are you usually with yourself and
3: others? Oh my God. Segway King. He's killing
1: I love it.
3: First of all, I'm considering getting a tattoo, H-O-W, honest, open-minded, willing. Mm -hmm. Honesty, I think might be the cornerstone of my sobriety, period. I think it all has to start and stem from honesty. And like nowadays, I literally can't lie. Like I can't lie. Someone will ask me like, how much did you get paid for that gig? And I'll say five hundred dollars when I got paid four hundred and fifty dollars, and then I'll have to hang up and go. Wow, is my sobriety worth <laughs> fifty dollars? Fifty-five ego dollars? Insit. What is that? <laughs> like, I hope I'm not completely mental or the only no. person who's ever done that. No. I also have to text that person, and be like, "Oh my god, I made a mistake. I actually got paid four hundred fifty dollars for for that gift. Yes. And then they're like, "Okay." I yeah, guess, exactly. Like, and then I sound yeah. like a crazy person anyway because I'm like, "They're like, oh." cool i had not thought about it since we talked about it and it's just like i it's a blessing and a curse because now i'm like finding myself um going through these short uncomfortable moments as opposed to these long uncomfortable relationships so if it's like this friend who keeps friend this person who keeps asking me to go to lunch for whatever reason and i keep trying to gently tell them like i'm not interested in that eventually I have to say like you know I, I don't want to go to lunch I'm sorry maybe that'll change in the future but for now I don't have time or or interest in that yeah and like it sucks but like I can't lie anymore like I can't yeah. I can't and it's keeping me sober you Yay. know
2: well it's that you're, the, the voice the conscience that, uh, that we drink away and do drugs to shut, to shut, shut up. the fuck up it's, uh, it's, it is uh, vocal vocal now you know like i mean i had i had to be honest in a difficult situation and like the words uh to answer the question went "Uh uh-uh like i mean the the the, the mouth i didn't say uh no but i wanted to lie but i went "Uh uh-uh and they were like what i'm like no actually this is the truth so like it it was like my body still wanted to lie absolutely but then like at the end of the day there is nothing in my sobriety that's that's better than just sleeping at night like just just let my pet head hit the pillow and for for majority of the time knowing that like i didn't fucking make any doozies mm. in the world that i have to go clean up like as far as like big old stinky lies you know
3: it feels so good and i used i used to have to truly juggle what i told to what person. You know what I mean? I had to like literally keep yeah. stories straight and now I don't. Like someone asks and I'm like I was doing this. I was doing There's only one answer to every question. Mhm. Yes, that's the truth. And, and it's uh, it, it you
2: have less anxiety when you tell the truth. And even when it's the hard truth. Like even though when, when it's like you know that this truth is is, is potentially going to hurt someone. That's the hard truth yeah. It's when, when, when you get asked a question and you got to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, it's not like one of those, like, do I look fat in this? It's, it's like the, like the, like, like history stuff. Like if you got to talk about like, especially being in a new relationship or anything like that, if you get asked the tough questions about your history, like, have you ever cheated on anybody? And you have to just be honest with that person. Like for me, like in my using days, I, I, I mean, I, I, I was a hoe. You know? <laughs> and, i love that then, i actually love that i love but, that but but you but in in effort to not be as hoey as i used to be i just have to be honest that you know i used to be a hoe and now i consciously am not you yeah. know i'm consciously not that not there's engaged. anything
3: wrong with being a
2: hoe nothing wrong it. with being a hoe i i mean look but i but it when you're joining to, uh, with a relationship with someone who wants a monogamous relationship. Sure. And again, they're like that's red not saying flag. anything about, but if, if that's something that you're taking part in and they ask, and this might not feel good to tell the truth, but I'm going to sleep better. Because even if that person wants nothing to do with me after hearing my history, I know that I can walk away and be like I was honest.
3: And this is where though, like your trust in a higher power probably comes in, at least it does for me, where it's like, okay, if they walk away from me, they're supposed to walk away from me. Like, There's no if, ands or buts. There's no manipulating your future. You have to trust that everything's happening as it's supposed to. And Mm -hmm. like, it's good that you found that out early on that they were not down with a former hoe or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, it wasn't going to work out. Yeah. Yeah, Which is insane. It's like, how do you think
1: that dick game is good? Like, exactly. Yeah. Be
3: like other people put in the hours, so you're gonna get fire in bed. Exactly. Exactly. So I love yeah, you. Had
2: to you have to run through a bunch of duds, you know, just to sharpen to get your skills. to a stud. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sex positive. That was a really interesting thing when I first got clean. It was a different, you know, it was like early 2000s, so it was like <sighs> a different time, and sure. it was like. There was a lot more slut shaming, a lot more blaming the woman, and then around like twelve years, I was single finally and having like all these, you know, twenties-ish like hoe experiences. I was new to comedy, and so oh. there was oh yeah between between the boys on the road and the you know and the and the just going around town. Sure. And my sponsor was so funny. She said, "I love how you've taken this." um this uh uh gen gen z sort of sex positive approach to your life <laughs> and i'm like thank you <laughs> i'm having a time <laughs> yeah.
3: thank god for the sex positive movement i i i just like yeah sex um i had never really had sober sex until i got sober you know yeah. what i mean and like yeah. now i'm just like oh it's not this big scary thing no that everyone has built it up to be it you know what i mean
1: yeah it's it's actually kind of fun because you're it's, you're yeah. present you're there yeah. you're in it like and you
3: you know why you're with that person mm-hmm. you know what i mean you, it's crazy the yeah. eye contact alone
1: yeah that my mind-blowing <laughs> i love it what is um what is your experience you met you talked about this at the beginning of the episode like what is your experience of fear and anxiety
3: I mean, I would still say that like when I'm doing my nightly inventory, like the series of questions, like how I lived my day, basically fear is the most often I answer yes mm-hmm. to. It's like, did, did you experience fear or whatever? And for whatever reason, it's still like I experience fear and anxiety on a daily basis. I wish I could say I didn't, but I'm aware of it mm-hmm. and I'm working to get, I always get past it. Mm-hmm. but it's eventually I've had this um, audition um, that's due tomorrow that I've had for two weeks and I'm going to, that's what the, the ring lights for. Like, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing it today. And it's like, at, because it's just like, I, I wish I had the answer about fear and anxiety now, but it's, it's something I'm still actively working on. It's, it's so interesting too, because um I've said, I think I've I think it said it's so interesting a million times. Um, it might not be interesting at all. but, um, I always feel so good when I do, oh, 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 it's the it's the fear is a thousand miles wide and a yeah. thousand miles tall, but paper thin. You yeah. just don't know it till you walk through it. yeah, and that is that is me. every time this that's me almost five years sober still trying to figure a way around or over fear instead of just walking through it Mm -hmm. i had to get my taxes done this year like we all did and um i had the appointment (laughs) in march and it was supposed to be like right after i made like a, a bit of money from being like um on this little tour oops and um I was so scared of my taxes because I had worked this job that didn't take any money out. So I had done my own basic dumb girl math where I was like going to owe eight like thousand dollars And I was just like so fearful, so fearful, so mm-hmm. fearful, so fearful to the point where I called the day of and I was like, do I have to file them today? Can we just see what I owe and then file them later? They're like, calm down. Just come and do your taxes. And I went and um, one of the jobs I had worked had overtaxed me so severely that I got money back from taxes yeah. this year. But yeah, exactly. But it's like <laughs> I had spent mm-hmm. four months living in fear, mm-hmm. skin crawling fear, like a fear that would put me into palpitations, put me into homelessness, put me into all these things. Like, And I just, I need to hold on to the fact that like, I'm going to be okay. Like no matter what, even if I had owed money, like I was going to be okay. But like in this instance, my higher power, like look, you silly bitch. Like you're fine. Like you're better than fine. Yeah. And yet still like ask me today, like I'm living in fear of this audition. You know, it's like I still struggle with holding on to the fact that I'm going to be okay and that everything's going to work out, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah anyway. and it's it's a tough one like my my sponsor right now has me um cuz I'm going through the steps again she has me writing a list of fears that she identified not defects fears fears and a list of fears that she identified in my fourth my fifth step for me to go into my sixth step being aware of and sure. the core fear is abandonment and rejection and I work in fucking entertainment yeah. I am an older brown woman in entertainment walking Damn around it. with a fear of rejection, rejection. and abandonment. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. It's, I'm a
2: straight white dude. I have no fear.
1: No fears. <laughs> no fears. He just lives well. His only fear is running out of beard wax, you know? Like he, yeah. <laughs> he's just living his best life. But yeah, I have, I have a lot of... I still have a lot of fears. I've walked through a lot of things... I'm not one of those people who thinks that fear is a lack of faith. I think walking through your fear isn't is a demonstration of faith, faith
3: for sure, yeah, for sure,
1: yeah. I think living in fear is a lack of faith, definitely, but like it's it's a um in one of the the books in the program I go to, they say worry is the um is the exercise of a lack of faith. So they identify the action rather than rather than just the natural human emotion because without fear we'd all go running into the it, without fear sure, sure. You, yeah you would you there's would good hit fear the
3: guy. there's yes yeah. there's good fear that keeps you clothed fed yeah and safe yeah. there is good fear like yeah. those things work yeah. but then it's like it's like that thing. It's that fine line. It's that tipping point. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, now I'm into now I'm into useless fear. Also, I've heard worry is a prayer for the negative. Oh, so it's like, yeah. So it's like you're basically manifesting negative things when you're worrying. Ooh,
1: I like that. That's a very like that's a very oh. hippie woo woo LA. Yeah. Let's rub our crystals together approach of that, and I love it. Ah,
3: ah. <laughs> Rub everything sounds like an OnlyFans now. <laughs> rub, let, let's rub, rub our, our crystals, crystals together. together. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we have a combined um, OnlyFans where we're just rubbing crystals and saying affirming things and sure, sexy voices. Yeah, sure. that's definitely. I'm down.
3: <laughs> I have the ASMR. Time. I can start it. I have the time.
1: <laughs> exactly. We all do. We're living. Yeah. And well, <laughs> after you do that audition, because you're gonna you're gonna kick ass at that audition. Yeah,
2: you're a, you're a goddamn delight, and you're hilarious. Uh, i know i said you're all right but you're a very (laughs) good comedian and you're very personable so you're gonna knock it out of the park and
1: you're wearing a fabulous shirt and it's like all the way on button they're gonna cast you just on that alone (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, zach is
2: opening up his shirt with his chest hair and tongue hanging out listeners
1: yeah it's very sexy
2: it's it's follow, pretty strong chest hair. Yeah, yeah,
1: you got that. That's 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 a that's a nice a nice more. Um, nice
2: I, I, I mean, I, I I could I, I could come in. Okay. With, yeah, there we go. Well, let's
3: let we can rub those together too. Chest <laughs> hair. That, that's an OnlyFans <laughs> that'll actually make money. <laughs> that will actually. That How did the
1: the latest California wildfire start? Well, it started with an OnlyFans and Dade a lot of friction. <laughs> rubbed
3: chest. <laughs>
0: I
1: love it. Worth
3: it, worth it. No, I'm getting <laughs>
1: well with it with fears being the engine of defects, basically, like fear sort of being the fuel for things that we're still working on in our recovery. What defects are you still
3: struggling with? Man, that's really interesting because in my head it's like primarily fear. Um, but I also that's the that that is like that you do it fuels the fire. Mm, I guess I struggle. I still struggle with trust, I guess, whether that be myself or other people. I think it's the reason I've been single for so long where I'm just like, uh, I'd rather not put my, put my, my heart in your hands. I'd rather, Mm -hmm. I'd rather stay this way because it's safer Mm -hmm. for me to not, um, that's why I think I usually wind up giving a lot more to friends, but I'm also someone who like cuts people out in the past. I've cut people out so quickly for like minor things. I'm just like, Nope, snip, snip gone. You know, like, Mm. so I guess I don't know what defect that would be, but it's like, it's not opening my heart. Like I, I had a very like, (laughs) leave the wounded, which is like, so not program. You know, it's like, Mm. you have to see everyone is sick. Everyone is struggling. So like, a defect for me for sure is like um lack of empathy sometimes, mm. but um, I'm getting better at it for sure, yeah that I didn't paint a great picture of myself just now, but I guess that's the honest answer well, that you, came up. Yeah. you painted yeah. a
1: human picture of yourself,
3: yeah okay. that's yeah. really what, that's what it same.
1: is yeah, you know <laughs> no, you're and totally I think it's human. a
2: relatable. It's 100% yeah. relatable. I mean, because I, mean, I, feel, I feel the same way. And it's like, you, it's sometimes you have to repeat to yourself, especially surrounding trust and relationships, whether they be platonic or romantic. Like, I, I mean, I've lived 34 years on this planet. I've had friends that have betrayed me. I've had relationships that have cheated on me. You know? And it's like telling yourself whenever you go into a new relationship, be a friend or otherwise, that it's like, okay, I, I know... I've been hurt in the past, but that doesn't give me the right to distrust this new person sure. because they're not responsible yep. for the shit that I have had happen. You know? And it, and it kind of works the same way, too, with like, you know, like new people in recovery. You know, when someone asks for your help to get sober, and I, I mean I can only speak for myself, but you know I can count on one hand the amount of people that have asked for help that have actually followed through. I have lost count of the people that have asked for help and not followed through. And that's okay. Yeah. like If I want to be a judgmental bitch about it, I can. Sure. But you know, it's uh, someone. Uh, my buddy who's got 44 years told me this the other day. Um, you know, it's the same thing. We when, when anybody reaches out, you want the hand to be there. Yeah. But also he said this, he goes, uh, the lighthouse doesn't leave the dock looking for the ships. Mm. You know, I so it's just that. like, it's like chilling and knowing that you've been given this light and anybody who wants to use it, can use we'll it. Will find people it.
3: That- yeah. And anybody who doesn't, won't. Wow. Yeah. It's so funny how every time like faith wanders back into this thing where it's like, you have to know that you're like, you're the beacon of light, you know, like you're working a good program. You're there for people when they're ready for you to be there for them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I love that
3: yeah so
2: zach how do you experience forgiveness
3: um well that actually ties into that really um well um forgiveness i guess so are we getting into a men's territory have these questions been set up to go through the steps yes sir oh, that's so kind interesting of, wow yeah, okay I love, I love it i love you've There's just 12 like, of them done a little judging done a little mm-hmm. yeah um that's so funny um Wow. The am- amends. I've, um, I had a pretty great experience with my amends. Um, I only had one person who has stopped communicating with me. Um, and it was so weird. I was over like making out with the guy he was seeing when we were like 22 years old, you know? And it's like, wow. Okay. I guess I really hit a nerve with this person or mm. they just, they didn't like they don't like me and they have a reason to mm. keep not liking me um but forgiveness okay um so for me yeah, whether it's yourself or other people yeah too, i was gonna it say could go, yeah. it could go either way for me it's like um it's that whole we can't afford self our justified anger or self-righteous anger where mm-hmm. it's like if someone wrongs me um i almost feel a sense of calm around it because it's like, it's reaffirming that I'm doing the quote unquote right thing or I'm like, I'm, I'm only responsible for what I do. So it's like if this person chose to use my trust in this way or um, use me in this way and they're they're in the wrong, it's, it's like a calming effect for me because I'm just like, okay, like they've shown me who they are. Mm. I don't have to be, I don't have to stay angry. I don't, I also don't have to keep giving them more chances. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. trust is that it trust. I, I believe that whole, um, you, uh, gain trust or you lose trust by the bucket full, you gain it by the spoonful. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I really have to like look in my bucket with the person when they've wronged me. And I have mm-hmm. to like assess, like, is the bucket full enough for me to keep carrying it? Or am I like setting this bucket down and like finding a better bucket? Mm-hmm. Um, People are buckets. That's my message. Um, <laughs> That's right. Until, um, until until they're filled
2: with faith or booze, yeah. people are just buckets.
3: So it's just like yeah. For forgiveness, for me, it's like I love nothing more than forgiving someone. Like I don't mm. want to carry. I don't want to carry that. I don't want to carry that negative energy. But I also ha- I also don't have to carry them. So mm. I try not to. I try not to swim in the justified anger for any longer than I absolutely need to. And then I like, I assess the situation and I move forward. I think yeah. it's all about moving forward. Yeah. And forgiveness is a vital step.
1: That's amazing. You're. You're hitting a lot of nerves for me in this oh, because I love a justified anger. I love oh, it. My oh, I love it. oh my
3: nothing God. I love it. Nothing, nothing better.
2: better. It's like, it's like, a, it's like extra up. cheese on a pizza. Yeah, It's like pizza's already good. Yeah,
3: exactly.
2: Uh, or I, especially when you have like the data mm-hmm. to prove yourself right. Black and like, white.
3: It, e- everyone, everyone else is like, I'm so sorry they did that to you. I can't believe they did that to you. And you're like, <sighs> you're. You're so right. I really, and then all of a sudden, I'm a saint. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And I, I had an interesting situation where, you know, my um, mm-hmm. my romantic partner just made a an amends to me, and um, current and romantic partner or current pre- current wow. first time a man has ever a man has ever in my life made an amends to me. And I've Are been listening, around- Dave. Are you listening? <laughs>
2: I was like, I, I was thinking of myself, I'm like, do I owe Anna an amount? You we're don't. pretty good. Like, we're, you don't. We, we work well together. We
1: work fabulously together. We're both gruff and, and blunt and it, it <laughs> works fabulously. But my um, my dude who I thought was a, a normie, it turns out he was more of a needing a support program, right? Interesting. And so he ends up... Making this amends. And I found myself really in my feelings in a, in a, not necessarily a negative way, but like in a, in a fascinating kind of like, kind of sad way. And what I realized after talking to my sponsor last night is that I don't forgive him yet. Wow. And that that's okay. Uh huh. And because I work a program, I don't have any room in my life to not forgive him. You know whether or not the outcome of the relationship, whatever whatever happens today or tomorrow, it doesn't really matter because I know that for my own recovery, I need to forgive him, and that was kind of a weird thing because I I think there's a Pollyanna identity that I carry where it's just like oh Anna just I just forgive people and I know everything about the you know I've been around for a while it should be easy sure. it's not forgiveness no. to is still very difficult. And, and I know this because it took me, I don't know, 10 years to forgive myself. Wow. So it's definitely like that. I loved your answer for that. I really, I really loved that. That's one of those. I got to like write it down and be oh, like, Oh, yeah. okay. I'm he- I'm hearing what I need to hear today. Thank you. Thank you. you just write down,
3: <laughs> People are buckets.
1: People are buckets. You never, know
3: what, you never know what it means.
1: Full of things. Oh, um, man, that's but so funny. That's crazy. You really work such a strong program. Like, What is your day-to-day like as far as keeping you... Or actually, I'm skipping a question. What's the oh. weirdest amends you've ever received?
2: Or surprise.
1: Or surprising or like a weird apology or something... Something wild that, or you, that you've given, because you mentioned one that you gave. What was the one where you were okay. like, this is so stupid? I can't believe this I'm is... making amends for
3: this. Oh, well, okay. This is actually, this is, okay. So, my mom, did we all make amends to our moms?
1: Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine was dead. So I like, you know, burned oh, a okay. letter, but like, <laughs> I, d- sure. I still did it.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, well, my mom, so I, um, and when I was home visiting from college, I borrowed her car to go to a bar that I used to like work at, or maybe it was just a gay bar. I, I was gonna work there, and um, I got so hammered, I was driving home, and at a stop sign, I threw up all over the dashboard, like the steering wheel display. In the fence.
1: When we were talking about what people could be experiencing while they're driving, I was thinking of all the times I've thrown up in my own car, both both before I got clean and way after I got clean. Oh, just no.
0: like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like looking for a cup or a bag y'all, or y'all something. Y'all
2: are savages. <laughs> this, y'all That's are savages.
3: Funny. I can only relate to this one experience for me. but um, Wait, when did you throw up in your car when you were not? when you were sober
1: girl i was i was really sick and i didn't know it so from like the the time that i was i started comedy to like doing a, a tv thing i had like several health problems like oh. co-occurring one oh. of which was a stomach infection and so i would just get randomly nauseous Nausea, and i thought yeah. it was normal <laughs> And so I'd be like, oh, I guess I this just... This my 20s. <laughs> exactly. I was just like, I guess my stomach's just really sensitive. Drinking coffee, smoking a cigarette <gasps> oh, or a vape, eating a Bull, donut. Yeah. Red Bull. I thought I was doing something behaviorally, which I was, but I also sure. had a stomach infection. So I've thrown up a few times in my car or just opened the door and puked. It's gross. Anyway, I... It, uh, the comedy lineup, the, the show I could book off of people who've specifically seen me vomit is a yeah. fire lineup. It's like you Nicole Amy Schreiber. Uh, it's um, <laughs> Leah K. Janian, Keith Carey. It's like so many people. Tom Goss, so many people have seen me vomit, okay. <laughs> And Manna I had stays. no idea.
3: <laughs> That's a unique thread. You know I mean? <laughs> it's a really you should specific thread. Please, re- please retweet this if you've seen me throw up firsthand. <laughs> yeah,
2: ju- just what L.A. needs, another theme show.
3: <laughs>
1: it's just like one theme show. That one, It's just a lineup of people who've seen me vomit. Because I posted that. I was like, here's the list of comics that have seen me throw up after I realized I got sick. I was sick wow. all that time. And so um, I posted the list, and somebody did say, this is a fire lineup. You should book the show. <laughs> Seriously, do it. Do it.
3: When we get back to normal, you should do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone um, will get a barf bag when they enter. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> filled with
3: goodies, filled with soup. No. Yeah. Um So, but for me, oh, so I threw up all over the dashboard and I tried to clean it, but it was like 3:45 in the morning. I don't care that much. And in the morning, oh, my mom no. was like, "Did you get sick in my car?" And I was no. like, "Yeah, something you made me for dinner <clears throat> made me sick." Brrr. And then she Stop. apologized to me. Oh, <gasps> oh no your yeah. sweet mother which is so manipulative my mom was like she does not she has a sip of a wine cooler and she's like "Woo, that's enough for me <laughs> yeah that's my mom too that's it's totally crazy. my mom but then for my amends like my mom was one of those Buddy, people no, that like i love up. her to death i know she can only hey. carry so much information like she i can't tell her the near-death experiences i've had i can't tell her right the the bat she just she's too sweet of a woman and mm-hmm. she would sob at the thought of me going through so much trauma. And so for my amends, I was just basically like, you know, I took her to get her, her current car detailed. And I told her like that moment, I was like that, you know, I drunk, I drove drunk that night, you know, and Aww. I told her that and she cried. I had three things to tell my sponsor was like, just pick three things to say to amends for. And I only got through the first one and she sit, you know, weeping and sobbing and, um, but yeah, that was just, like, that's, like, for me, like, my one of my messiest moments, I guess. And, like, tied in with, like, one of my biggest amends, you know, to my mom. Wow. Yeah. That's
1: that's really powerful. That's, like, that's... It I'm, says a lot
3: about who I was, for sure. Well, did she you know accept I mean? your amends? You yes. said she just oh cried. My, yeah. Oh, my God. she She hates even, like acknowledging that not in a bad way that my alcoholism, like she never says like your alcoholism because I think it really pains her I was like oh yeah I I got jacked up on caffeine she's like oh why I was like anything to not be alone with myself and she was like oh you don't want to be alone with yourself and like she's (laughs) starting to tear up I'm like no 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 mom like everyone feels that way like (laughs) um is your mom also
1: from Indiana
3: she's from I'm from St. Louis Missouri oh St. Louis I just went to college same thing I just went to college in Indiana oh St. Louis so she's
1: a nice sweet little like half Midwest half Southern lady she's
3: a she just retired preschool teacher for special school district so Aww. like she had all these like little like special ed like student it was like yeah she's so sweet like she's the sweetest woman she's now a ball she's all of baking. empathy she yeah, just exact. feels uh, really hard yep, yeah yep 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 yeah um so yeah it was just a good amends for me yeah oh i love that yeah
1: what is one thing you're doing on a day to day basis to not feel that crushing loneliness? Other than yeah, like, pounding caffeine like a maniac? Sure.
3: Like, like, like my, what does your
2: spiritual practice look like? Yeah. Spiritual
3: practice. It's so funny because I know ne- again I never had one, and now like I'm on this like pursuit of like deeper spirituality, all while not wanting to do any work on myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah that's like that. the way.
3: It's that's like that the thing, way. Like. like of course, meditation is quote unquote, part of my day to day. But like, I was doing like a meditation app. But then I realized 600 days in like the streak that I was only doing it for the streak. I was not I was zoning out. I was not absorbing anything. I was Mm. just clicking the thing sitting there. And like check mark, I did it. But I wasn't like meditating, you know. So like, since I stopped doing that, I struggle to meditate. But like, Mm. I know my life is better when I do meditate, you know. So like, actively i'm meditating for 1 minute a day after i say a prayer of some sort which is usually the third step prayer so again a lot of these things i'm just going through the motions but like i acknowledge that like my spiritual journey has to be um a sizable chunk on like the pie chart that is my life where it's like friends family work physical fitness spirituality like i need to give i need to keep going down that path um but I do think awareness of that is like a big victory for me where it's like where I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, okay, like I get to like trace my steps back to why certain things make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but like today, active journey. Oh, so so it's like um, prayer and meditation, whether minuscule or not. I try like that's a daily thing. Um, gratitude list. I'm on a gratitude chain with my sponsor, my sober family. And we yeah. do 10 things every day. Send that. I've been doing, I do that. Every day. Yay. Every day. Yeah. And so that's a good thing. And then, um, uh, oh, my inventory. I do my inventory every night and I mail almost every night. I email that to my um, sponsor. And I will say with that, it's like, I used to have such a resentment towards my inventory list because it's like, it's like, how'd you fuck up today? What could you have done better today? Were you thinking about yourself? You selfish, selfish bitch. Yeah. You know, like. (laughs) I thought I really thought I saw it as an antagonistic list of Mm. questions. I was like, "Don't try to pick me apart. Like, don't try to find what's wrong with me." Um, And now I see it as just like I like am really kind to myself when I'm answering the questions. So it's like if I didn't spend the entire day only thinking about myself, I don't. I don't say I was thinking about myself all day. You know what I mean? I like. I'm very Mm -hmm. like. I acknowledge I could have done better in certain ways, but if I did reach out to a newcomer, I do say I was thinking of ways to improve someone else's life. You know, like I'm I'm just like, I'm not and I realized that was like a journey I had to take for myself, stopping being my own harshest critic. It's the same voice that crops up with like this audition. It's like, you're not that funny, you're not that talented, you're not that necessary in this industry obviously or you wouldn't be where you are you know what i mean it's like that voice i have to silence and go like you're doing a good job like you've accomplished things yeah you're sober you're helping other people stay sober like i had to really like the inventory has really been a way to like an opportunity to be kinder to myself
1: mm. yeah. yeah i love that oh what's your relationship with your higher power like
3: um i am one of those people who didn't i grew up catholic did not have a god the god i knew of was very damning towards someone like me right Right. oh my god catholic church was very uh, 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 the best it's the the midwest i mean i'm from illinois so it's like it's like that's yeah it's crazy i mean like from from psr which is like public school religion class like i went to a public school but at night on tuesdays we went to like uh, a church for like public or uh, catholic training or whatever
1: oh Oh, like like catechism
3: maybe yeah it was like the same thing it would yeah, eventually th- they
1: called us to-
2: ccd like where it was like you go get confirmed and stuff <laughs> like so if that confirmation was the thing would yeah. have been
3: a part of that journey around yeah. seventh grade i bailed because i was like no Mm-mm. like i'm not right. but it's like from the beginning i was like i remember at an early age my guinea pig dying and they were like they're not going to heaven like said to like my face as a kid like animals don't go to heaven next question and it's like no and then when i got older no it's
0: crazy
3: (laughs) and then like with with being gay it's like you can be gay you just can't act on it and it's like that's my favorite part (laughs) by like (laughs) bar (laughs) that's the good part that's the the best part you can have lady gaga i want dicks in me. Um, <laughs> and so it's just like, I did not have a God and I did not like the word God sent mm-hmm. my sho- my sh- my shoulders mm-hmm. to my ears. and it, But now like I've rebranded that word. Uh, my higher power is positive energy um, because I see it all around me and it's mm-hmm. something I can make more of anytime I want. I can text the friend that I've been missing and saying, I hope you're doing well. I really hope I get to see you soon. More my higher power now exists more. There's yes. more of it. Um I
2: like the idea of rebranding God. Oh, you have to. The, I think the,
3: if you're like, you well, I say, like, like you the you phrase, to. just
2: the phrase rebranding the God idea. Because yeah. consciously, like we all try to do that in recovery, you know, where it's like for me, spirit of the universe sits better with me. Yeah. But sure. like Rebranding like there are plenty of brands that rebrand and still remain the the brand, yeah, you know mm-hmm. so the I like is, that
3: like, I like the message i mean if if I talk to a priest now about what God if I asked him what God is, I would probably like most of what he had to say. Mm-hmm. I don't like the accoutrement of the Catholic sure. Church, you yeah. know um so yeah, I mean my higher power, I am one of those people who believes like either god is everything or god is nothing when i believe in god and when i give my my will over to them all my anxiety and fear disappears and it may not stay gone but when i do give myself over and when i say god is everything i'm gonna be okay i'm fine everything calm sweeps over me
1: my sponsor says that she'll say when i call her in fear and a lot of pain she'll go where's god baby yeah and i'll be like everywhere right now it's on the phone it's it's a dog hanging its head out the window on in the
3: car you know holding the door open for a stranger and you thank you they say thank you
1: yeah
2: it's yeah Yeah, i think that word gets a bad rap and even i like that the word god gets a bad rap the word like i i and i'll be the first person to admit that i absolutely hate that word Mm. at times in my recovery and You know, just to be able to know that if this energy is supposed to be called anything and it's big enough, I can call it whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And that, like, that, like, cause I, I don't, I don't ever want the word in recovery of uh, the word God to keep people from experiencing the spirit of the universe or like just, just the energy and the love. Like, Mm -hmm. just capitalize love, capitalize energy. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. uh, The proper nouns that whatever makes you feel good inside your
3: chest—that's what it is. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Sometimes I hear the word God with my newcomer ears, and I'm just like, I recoil, and I know (laughs) what that sounds like coming. From a gr- you know, us in the room, like cheery and like I was talking to God earlier today, and it's like mm-hmm. that struck yeah. me as psychotic when I walked into the room. So I was like, For sure. Well, <laughs> these Looney Tunes are they appear to be losers and crazy to me. So I just have to be like, like whatever works for you. This mm-hmm. is the hoop you have to jump through is so much bigger than you think it is. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Oh, I love that. That's so yeah. That's so beautiful. The, uh, I I grew up with, my dad was a recovering Catholic. You know how mm. those old men say that in the meeting. I was a recovering, recovering Catholic. Catholic. The, oh, yeah, yeah. That was my dad. So I got all the like fun shame stuff. Uh, but he also raised me listening to like Joseph Campbell's books on audio tape, especially if I got <laughs> in trouble or reading Sid Harthold to me. <laughs> and so my concept of God is very like, I I've never had to undo the the punitive god concept because I it's very much like this is how myth works and this is how but what I've done is I've experienced my higher power in real time which is sure. which is fantastic and that's such a gift of the program and we're ready for our last question. Are you <gasps> ready? Yeah. Ah, okay. So here's our last question. What is one thing you would tell somebody just like you in the world
3: um that just like me now yeah
1: Yeah. or anytime in your life the you think of it as that moment on RuPaul's Drag Race where they're like what would you say to young Zach
3: Um, (laughs) well it's so funny I went I'm seeing this guy and there's this moment where he was like basically trying to end things with me and I got really upset I know sad um I got so upset and but I took I was like in my pro I was like trying to work the program around it and I was like I'm feeling this way because this guy means something to me and this is important and all these things. But in that moment I have this whiteboard on my fridge and I just wrote everything's going to be okay. Even when I was like crying and like, and like I have kept it up there and every time I go to open my fridge, I read everything's going to be okay. And even if I feel okay, it makes me feel even better. I'm like, yeah, everything's gonna be okay yeah because it's like it so if i had to distill my message it would be that everything's gonna be okay Aww. but it's just like it's not you know this too will change you know like or wait too this this shall pass
1: change. yeah sorry <laughs> yeah but i like both oh, ways. i mean it
3: still works yeah. i mean it's d- i just discredit myself as the dumbest person alive this too shall pass um but it's just like yeah like it's the thing you're fearing is not as bad as you think it is you know mm-hmm. like but i think again it just goes back to everything's gonna be okay
1: yeah oh i love it okay we did it that was all Yay. 12 yeah questions. this episode Yay. was fire
3: Woo.
1: yeah zach this was so much fun you're such a Thank delight you.
3: thanks for having me you guys ah. are too this is this is easy breezy you know some pod- oh, podcasts can feel like pulling teeth and yes. it's just like this is felt like the opposite felt very mm. felt like a meeting. It felt like a meeting. Thank you. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I love yeah. it. So if I say I love it one more time, I'm going to run into traffic. I can't handle <laughs> it. I say it like a thousand times a podcast. I need a thing to say, but spread I'm just so the love. excited. No, Thank spread you. the love.
3: I think that's a good catchphrase.
1: Thank you. Oh, God, a catchphrase. Oh, I, uh, I. OK, Dave. Zach, where can we find you? Where can people access just all of the things that are you?
3: Zach says. Zach (laughs) says. Everywhere uh, at Zach Noe Towers. It's Z-A-C-H-N-O-E-T-O-W-E-R-S. And yeah, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I'm all over the place.
1: Ooh, Doing a lot of TikTok dances.
3: I fucking love TikTok. I'm not dancing on TikTok, but I'm doing comedy content. And it's... I I get so much joy from TikTok. If I I could recommend anybody anything, watch some TikTok every day. It's really uplifting and funny and creative. It's got some brilliant minds on it, and Mm -hmm. it's I love it. It's it's
1: perfect social media. Like truly perfect social media. And it's
3: accessible. Everybody mm -hmm. stands a chance on it, and you're only you're seeing the cream of the crop all the all all the time.
1: Every time I see an already famous comedian on TikTok, I yell into my phone. No, this isn't for you. And then I scroll really fast. (laughs) No.
3: It feels like like an ad. You're like, I'm not paying for commercials. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You sold a show, bitch. You wrote a movie. (laughs) I don't need this.
3: (laughs) This is for me and the other 12 year olds.
1: Yes.
3: (laughs) No, everyone's on it. I highly suggest getting on it. Awesome. Awesome. Dave, where can people
1: find you?
2: People can find me at Yates Comedy, Y-A-T-E-S Comedy, on all social media platforms. Uh, and if you're a fan of hot sauce, I make that. I make Ha Ha Hot Sauce. That is my only source of income right now. That comedy is shut down for the time being. So ha hot sauce dot com. And a small special shout out uh, to if you need stickers or labels or anything, my buddy Will at Seriously Stickers uh, does a really good job with all my labels. So I just oh. wanted to give my buddy Will and his wife, Shannon, a quick shout out. Oh. Seriously Stickers.
1: Ooh, let's buy some stickers for the podcast from there. And now. hot
2: sauce. Hell yeah. Stickers and hot sauce. That's, yes. that's life. I like. love hot sauce.
1: Yes. It's really good hot sauce, Zach. You got to try it.
3: I, I love hot sauce. So It's amazing. I deliver. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. Can-
1: you can find me at Anna V is fun on Twitter and Instagram you could also find me at AnnaValenzuela.com. who knows I might change it to Anna V is funny uh, I was told by Brandy that uh, I really missed not saying funny um but uh yes you can find me at all those things you can find this podcast at 12 Q pod on Twitter Instagram um, our gmail is 12q pod if you want to email us any questions comments concerns um and uh yeah so and please uh, tell your your friends about us uh not just the podcast get your friends your family your sponsors get them to listen and if they just follow us on social media we're going to provide some really fun kind of programming content and the more people we can get to follow us the sooner we get to that patreon where we release the videos of these these episodes where we release like all kinds of fun stuff maybe i'll i don't know i'll start reading sermon on the mount For 10 minutes a week or something I don't know we'll get crazy (laughs) we'll have fun content so follow us and we might
3: even show feet who knows rub some crystals together
1: yeah see see guys we're just out here trying to rub those crystals and make a buck you know (laughs) that's really it Um, but how we end this podcast every week is uh, Zach if nobody has told you this today we love you
2: Love you
3: Love you
1: guys Love And Dave if nobody's told you this today We love you Thank you (laughs) And if you're listening to this And nobody's told you this today Guys we love you so much Thank you for listening
2: Hey Anna we love you too We love you Thanks for listening everybody Thank you
1: Thank you I love it Okay (laughs) All right We're out We're done
0: We did it We did it (laughs) We did it